Okay, welcome to the Rocks and Roots podcast. I did drop the ball in our interview today and said welcome twice, so you're going to hear it twice on this episode. So welcome to our podcast. To our new listeners, welcome. We love you already. Keep listening to us. For our old listeners, welcome back. We love you equally as much. I am one of your hosts, Tumbles, and with me as always is... Frankie, and we had our second returning guest ever, Kyle O'Grady, another fantastic conversation with him. I went through all of this with him. You're just going to have to hear it twice. He is a 2018 Appalachian Trail thru-hiker, a Northville to Placid Trail thru-hiker, a Foothills Trail thru-hiker, um, a Cranberry trail. Lake <laughs> Long trail, cranberry lake. His resume is just growing and growing. Um, an avid white mountain hiker has explored the ADK and is going on a new adventure, leaving in about a month for the PCT with the ultimate goal of becoming a triple crowner. That's right. Uh, it was once again a pleasure chatting with Kyle. His, I say this about a lot of our guests, you could just hear the excitement in his voice, which just makes us very happy to hear. He can't wait until he starts his, his through hike. I think once he takes that first step, he's going to be fine. Everyone has these nervous jitters going on before a big through hike. That's to be expected. So once he gets on the trail, I think those jitters will be gone. Yes, and we love all of our guests, but um, Kyle is fantastic because he has his own podcast and knows how to keep a conversation flowing and picks up on all the cues. And I think we said this last time, but it's an absolute pleasure. Yeah. So, With that being said, let's do our plugs and let these fine people listen to this amazing interview. I was just about to say that. Well, I'm not going to plug everything. I'm so sick of it. Find us on Insta, TikTok, YouTube, uh, where else? That's it. Uh, uh, Apple Podcasts. Please like us. Send us a note. Uh, we have a Patreon. I, I will plug this the most. Uh, we do pay for subscriptions to keep this podcast going. So if you have it in your heart to give a few dollars each month, we truly, truly appreciate it and appreciate you. And with those few dollars a month comes bonus stuff from us and some hangouts. So please consider um, giving and uh, yeah. I think that's about it. And without further ado, here is our episode with Kyle O'Grady. Welcome to the Rocks and Roots podcast for another extra, extra, extra special episode. I am Tumbles and through the computer this time is... Cranky. And we are super excited to welcome back our second returning guest we've only had one other guest that has done a return and welcome to kyle o'grady um i'm sure most of you know by now kyle is a 2018 appalachian trail through hiker a northville to placid trail hiker an avid white mountains hiker long he's trail hiker he's explored the adk <laughs> and we absolutely loved our first episode with him and he's soon to be a PCT through hiker. So you hopefully. have to now do the whole thing, Kyle. I know. Well, that's the plan. It. We'll see. <laughs> Excellent. 
and a successful YouTuber and the host of the hopefully returning sometime next year, Trail Tales podcast. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys. I'm so excited to be back on again. I had so much fun on my first one. And it was, uh, I'm already fumbling my words here. Uh, it was really nice of you guys to, to have me back on. So I really appreciate it. Oh, it's our pleasure. We're keeping it real here. So fumble all you want. Uh, there will be plenty of that. Oh. I just, I literally just finished dinner before this. So I'm going to be burping, probably farting, just, oh, just beautiful. stumbling through this entire episode. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Oh, so excited for that too. But we're even more excited to hear about your upcoming trip. Now, the last time we chatted with you was January, correct? Was it January already? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think it was a little later than that, but wh- I mean, whatever. This, this year is going by so quickly. And I'm sure for you, especially Kyle, since you are starting the PCT next month, can you tell us how your training has been and have how has studying been for the PCT? Yeah, um, honestly, it's... <laughs> So it was, the training was going really well, but then like a week and a half ago, I, Flossie and I went on just like a little overnight hike and my, um, my right foot, it, well, it, I didn't like hurt it, but it started to like hurt just a little bit. Like it was fine. Like I was still able to hike and everything, but, um, I honestly think half of it's just in my head too. Cause I'm like so nervous and like trying to get ready for this hike, but it's been hurting just a little bit, which has been making me nervous. So I haven't really hiked as much the past like week and a half, like I said, um, but other than that, it's been it's been going good. I bought some new shoes yesterday. I've I've been rocking the Ultra Lone Peaks for a little while now, and I thought those were the shoes for me. I even made like a video about it, and shit. Like, but I uh, I I bought the um just yesterday actually the uh, Ultra Olympus Fours. I think they are. It's basically like it's pretty similar to the Lone Peak. I honestly had never heard of them before. I no. the guy at REI talked me into them yesterday, but we've never um, heard of them either. There's basically like the Lone Peaks, except it's still zero drop, but it just has a little bit more cushion, and it seemed like it was it seemed pretty comfortable. So I'm just like trying to do everything I can to <laughs> fix my foot before I before I get out there. So you know, we'll see. Uh, I'm I'm still like you know I'm I'm fine. It's not like a huge deal or anything, but it just makes me it just makes me anxious because like fuck, I got this hike coming up. I want to be I want to be a hundred percent. I want to be able to get out there and just start crushing miles but we'll see all right i mean does the um the the this ultra shoe does it have a high top and a low top or how does this one work i don't know what that means to be honest what is a high top (laughs) high top um protects the ankle a little bit more oh no no it's It's like like a a trail runner yeah yeah, i see i see now it's still it's it's still a trail runner it's just got a little bit more cushion than the uh than the Lone Peaks do, which okay. I guess they don't really have that much cushion. I did like the Lone Peaks. Like, they were always super comfortable. Um, and, like, I, I hiked 160 miles with them last year in one shot and no problems at all. But I don't know. Just something. Uh, maybe it's not even the shoes. Maybe I just went a little bit too hard too early. But I don't know. But REI's got a really good return policy, as much as I like to shit on them in my videos. Um, they do, so... You know, I just bought these shoes on a whim yesterday, and I'm just going to try them out. And if I don't want them, I'll just return them and get my money back. So thank you very much, REI. I'm still going to make fun of you in my thumbnails, though. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I went at REI today, and I had the dividend. So I didn't feel so bad buying a $60 pair of shorts, but I bought a <laughs> fucking $60 pair of shorts. I would still feel bad about that, to be honest. <laughs> you want to you know what makes me feel bad? This is dummy move on my part so if i do end up switching 
to the uh, Olympus or whatever they are instead of the Lone Peaks, I already bought uh, three pairs of the Lone Peaks. <laughs> so, so I don't know if REI is going to let me return three pairs from like three separate purchases, but I might get some of them, some of them to Flossie because he wears those and he has the same size as me, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm more concerned with just getting my foot healthy before I worry about getting my money back. So yeah, we'll see. Thank you for sharing that because I love the Lone Peaks, but um, yeah, something with more cushion might be better for me. So I will check those out. Yeah. I, and, like I said, I just bought them yesterday. I still haven't even hiked with them, but I mean, they're fairly comfortable. So you can definitely feel the extra cushion. That's for sure. And like I said, there's still like zero drop. So if that's what you're going for, then you still get that out of them. This is all according to this guy that I talked to at REI. So we're going to blame the, the, the guy employee, then. but okay. If it doesn't work out, yeah, I'll just blame like John or whatever his name was. Yes. REI John. It might have been George, actually. I can't remember. Something like that. But I don't know. I'm hoping they work out. And I'm just going to, you know, not hike for the next week and try to rest it up. Yeah. Probably just just hit legs at the gym, leg day every day until then. Keep everything fresh. And then hopefully well, do some more training hikes before I get out there. That's what I was going to ask. You've obviously been doing training hikes um sounds like the gym so what if you could be a little bit more specific what have you been doing for training like at the gym and yeah yeah um i mean mostly just like weight lifting obviously so like a lot of uh not barbell squats but dumbbell squats um some wall sits mm -hmm. dude all the leg machines at planet fitness um even the goofy ones where you i can't even describe this where you're like sitting on a chair and you're like closing and like opening your legs like it's like your oh, inner yeah. thighs and shit and your hips yeah like the opposite way just yep. about every leg machine they have there then yeah just a lot of squats um and then <clears throat> i had been doing like i said those training hikes um only one overnight so far and just a lot of like quick after work like up and downs and I, i've been running a just a little bit as well okay. but um flossie's been freaking dude he's gonna be he's gonna uh, I'm going to be struggling to keep up with him. He's, he's like crushing it. He's already running like freaking 15 miles. Like it's nothing. So um, I'm, I'm still in like good shape. Like, but he's like, <laughs> he's in prime shape. I'll say that, but uh, I'm going to well, make him wait for done, me a little bit at the start. Um, He's done ultra marathons. And I remember the one, one of my favorite videos that you guys have done is um you followed him you met him at intersections when he was doing his... yeah that was that's the only one he's done actually and he was okay. going to do another one um that was going to be probably just about right now but he was like kind of on the fence about it i should probably just save this for when he comes on but i'm already i'm already going forward so <laughs> go, for, go it. for it he was he was like yeah it was some sometime around now <clears throat> we'll just say it was 420 haha uh -huh. april 20th and uh he was like, I don't know if I want to do it because he had actually signed up for it last year and then the, the race got postponed until April. So he was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do it. He was kind of on the fence about it for a few weeks and then they postponed it again until after our start date. So he was just like, all right, that's just a sign. Now. <laughs> so yep. he's, not, he's not doing it now, but, you know, I don't want to tell him what to do, but I'm kind of glad he's not doing it because I feel like that's just kind of risky. Asking yeah, right before the hike. Yeah. Yep. Crank, but, Crank and I, I missed the times when we could run 15 miles. We will, <laughs> we get, will there. get there again. <laughs> we, I have to get there because Kyle, what you were saying about Flossie, like in prime shape and, and getting ready, we are planning our own mega trip, not a through hike, but we're heading out West. 
We just got uh, permit permission for Half Dome. We're planning Ooh. to yes. Yeah. We're planning to dip into the Grand Canyon, and I've been telling Tumbles like if we're gonna be hiking every day for a week in August. I want to look like fucking Steve Rogers before doing this. So I totally get where Flossie is coming from, like wanting to really, really crush it beforehand. So that's yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And like I do, too. It's really frustrating. It's kind of been bumming me out a little bit with my with my foot. Oh, and of just course. it's probably I'm probably making a bigger deal out of it than it is because it's it's not nearly as bad. I think on the last episode we talked about what happened. I was going to ask, is it the 50, same uh, foot? It's the same foot, yeah. And no. Maybe that's why I'm kind of nervous. It's not nearly, like, not even close to as bad as that was. Um, like, not even close. And I think I rested for about a month, mm-hmm. and I was pretty much You're 100% fine. after that. So I'm you... hoping that I can just rest for, like, a week, week and a half if I have to. Um, and still, you know, still hit the gym and stuff, too. So my legs are still getting worked, mm-hmm. and I'll be okay. But you guys are probably going to be be sick of hearing me talk about it Flossie's already sick of it he's like dude you're gonna be fine like just relax (laughs) well I was gonna ask if you had a plan if indeed your foot starts up my plan I don't know hike through it as best I can try new shoes until I can't hike anymore I don't know yeah (laughs) I don't want to think about it honestly I want to do this hike so bad understood your foot will be fine you'll be fine it'll be great thank you you're welcome knock on knock on some wood here (laughs) yeah I hope so I'm doing everything I can to to keep it healthy. So I think, I think I'm just being paranoid. I just need to stay off it for a week and, and we'll see. Okay. Well, if you've had an injury before, which you've had, like it's natural to be nervous, but you are going to be fine. But that is a perfect segue into what we wanted to ask you about next. Um, we kind of already have an idea about your mental state, which seems to be nervous. Um, yeah. Can you elaborate? <laughs> uh, elaborate. Yeah. Um, like, how are you feeling in general preparing? Um, minus the foot. Minus the foot, yes. Yeah, minus the foot. I Physically, I feel really good. Like, my legs are strong. Um, I'm definitely in better shape than I was before the AT. Um, I, think, I think I'm mostly nervous about, like, the injuries and stuff. And, of course, I was nervous about that even before this happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, of course, I'm nervous about all the other typical things like the wildfires and stuff but at least that's kind of out of my control um yes i think that'll be more of a thing to be nervous about once i actually get out there um but just like just my life is just crazy right now like i've been in vermont for so many years and my whole life basically and now i'm just leaving (laughs) and like i just i just uh put in my my notice at work so it's like yeah it's just it's Life is just crazy right now. I sh- it's stuff I should be excited about, but obviously, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm definitely a little nervous, too. Um, I'm a little bit nervous about the con- the, the content while, while I'm out there, too. Um, although, <clears throat> I can't remember if we talked about it in the last episode. Did we Did we talk about Luke at all? <clears throat> not I that I remember. So. The, uh, the uh, guy I hired to... I, uh, hired, oh, air yes. quotes. Yeah. Right, you said you were talking to a couple of different people. Yeah, yeah. So give well, us the update. Yeah, so I got um his name's Luke McKay. He has a channel himself, a very small channel. He's trying to uh trying to grow. It's called Experience Over Things. Um and oh, he's going to be editing the vlogs. Uh oh, I don't know if I agree with that. In fact, I was about to say I've been trying to get him to change it actually. Oh. <laughs> we hate okay. it, Luke change it. 
<laughs> I know. Flossie and I both agree. Like the first time I told Flossie, he was like, I don't know about that name. And I was like, yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing, but we'll see. It's his channel. He can do whatever he wants, but I've been, I've been making fun of him a little bit, but, um, but anyways, he's, he's going to be editing the vlogs, uh, while we're out there. And so, yeah, I'm just like, I, I don't even, uh, I wouldn't even say I'm nervous about that because I, I think he's going to do a great job. Um, but that's just like a whole nother element to add to a through hike that I've never experienced before. You know, I've, I've filmed, yeah. uh, some shorter through hikes, but I haven't filmed one this long and I haven't had somebody else ever edit my video. So that's, I, again, I wouldn't say I'm nervous for that, but it's just like a little bit, a little bit on edge maybe, but, um, he, uh, Luke, he like really gets what I'm going for. We've talked a lot. Um, and he's not like a super experienced video editor, but my, my, my videos aren't like, you know, crazy edits or any of this. Like you don't need like a ton of technical experience to, to, to edit my style of videos. Um, and so he has the basics down and more importantly, I wasn't even really looking for someone with like a ton of technical experience. I was more looking for someone who just like understood like what I was going for kind of, and, and could kind of explain back to me a lot of the, uh, the details behind the general flow of my on trail videos and stuff. Mm -hmm. And Luke absolutely crushed it. I knew right away, like the first time we talked, I was like, yeah, he's, he's, he was actually the first person I even interviewed and again, air quotes interviewed sounds too official for some stupid YouTube bullshit. But, um, you know, right from our first conversation, I was like, okay, he gets it. He was asking me questions about like details in my videos that I hadn't even thought about and all this stuff. So, um, I think he's going to do a great job and, I honestly feel really lucky that I uh, get a chance to work with them. And we're going to go do a, a shakedown hike a few days before I fly out to San Diego. And so he's going to actually get to see like how I film while like being right oh, there cool. with me and stuff. We're just going to do like a, That's awesome. like a two day hike or something like that. And so, yeah, good. it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. So what are you going for? Like, what is your philosophy as far as the YouTube side going to be on this through hike? Um, what do you mean by philosophy? Like you said that he understood what you're going for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what are you going for? Like yeah. Tat does like 10 minutes and he really focuses on keeping it real. And he throws in when he's crying and when he's failing. <laughs> Whereas um, I'm trying to think of another example. Dixie, uh, all right, fine. Dixie doesn't I'll do pick that. On her. Yeah. yeah Dixie thank does you, Trumbulls. Yeah. Dixie does not do that. She keeps it light and fluffy and, oh my God, it's a pretty birdie that landed in my hand. <laughs> like, so where, what is your philosophy? Oh, Sorry, can you guys hear that freaking plane outside? No. no. Oh, you can't? Okay. Wow. Jeez, we do our podcast episodes in I'm the sorry. car. We yell at drivers. We could hear the plane, Kyle. We were just on the AT yesterday, and we heard planes flying overhead. So even when you're in nature, it's just like being on trail if we hear planes. Well, that's an F-35 right there. That's no normal airplane. But um, oh. sorry, sorry. You could cut that out. I got no, dude, no, this freaking thing. Fine. I can't believe you guys can't hear that. Holy shit. It's like right above my house. I live like real close to the airport here. Anyways, um. Okay, so I kind of I kind of see what you're saying. It's really hard to explain this stuff, honestly. Um, but I'm definitely gonna, you know, I'm definitely gonna include the ups and the downs. Like, there's no there's no sugarcoating anything. I feel like with all the on trail videos, actually, no, that's not true. A lot of the on trail videos I've filmed so far, obviously none of which have been as, as long as the PCT, not even close. Um, I feel like I've 
generally speaking, they've had like a pretty upbeat tone just because those trips have gone well. But as we discussed in the last episode, that Cranberry Lake hike did not go yes. so well. Mm-hmm. And I did it not shy away up. from, from right. talking about it. Um, and so I imagine, and same with my Norfolk Plastic Trail hike in 2020, there was some, there's some good and some bad in that one. And I, I included all of it. So I'm going to do the same thing. You know, I got, I got nothing to hide, you know, and honestly, I think it probably makes the, the content more interesting too, when you, because every story, if you think about it, has like, you know, a good start, and then there's like some conflict or something in the middle, and then it hopefully ends on a good note. So, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to include everything. That's the, uh, that's the plan. Does that kind of answer, answer your question there? Yes. And I like those videos. Again, Dixie is great. I'm not trying to pick on her. Maybe we'll like achieve some massive success and she'll deign us with her presence someday. But, um, I gave up on her videos a lot sooner than I gave up on Tats. I watched almost all of Tats. You calling him Tat? Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. we call him Tat. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Um, I watched almost every single video for all three hikes because it was different. It was varied. Whereas Dixie is okay. We're going to be happy the whole time. Then there's going to be a scene with her family at camp. And then every video is going to be like that. So definitely including the ups and the downs gives it variety. And like you said, a kind of a story structure. So well done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the plan. And if nothing bad happens, then it'll all be sun sunshine and rainbows but right. i have rainbows in the I've, dark it's yeah. not gonna be i mean it's just it's just not gonna be you take a four and a half stretch month of your life no matter what you're doing there's yep. gonna be ups and downs uh so it's like you know we're gonna we're gonna capture all of that and i don't know i guess i guess i beat does yeah i guess he does kind of like show a lot of the bad stuff and I, honestly i've i've watched like a decent amount of dixie's videos and i don't know i like i like her videos a lot too it would be cool if you guys got her on Oh, I would, great. I, would love to, I tried to get her on Trail Tales and she never re- replied to my emails because she's probably just busy doing more important stuff than talking to some goof like me. But um, <laughs> I would I would bring Trail Tales back for a special episode if I could get her on too, but I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> All right, we'll reach out. We'll, we'll reach mention. out, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, but Dixie, if you're listening, I would love to have yes. you on and I really respect your channel. There you go. You heard it. Uh, I had actually a question uh, to continue with the, the filming theme here. Um, sure. You're, are you planning to do a video a day? No, okay. no, I'm not. All right. Because to be I, honest I was, with you. Go on. Sorry, sorry. Okay. I kind of cut you off there. Go, go. Um, I love talking about this stuff because nobody really cares. Like nobody ever asked me about like the, the behind the scenes stuff for you. Not, not in, I guess in podcasts sometimes, but even not as much. Um, but anyways, so I'm not doing one a day. I just don't have it in me, honestly. Um, yeah. I think what mm-hmm. I'm going to do and I haven't finalized this yet, but I'm thinking maybe one a week or maybe like two a week max. Mm -hmm. And then I want them to be a little bit longer. So less frequent, but longer. And then I want the the edits to be like more in depth than um, a lot of the vloggers who just, you know, shoot on their phone and they just slap a quick edit together. And nothing, there's anything wrong with that. Like that's like super difficult to do. Like, trust me. But, um, I, uh, my plan is to do less videos than every day, but have them be longer and hopefully, you know, just about as hopefully better quality than, uh, than my other on trail ones. I'm going to have like music. I've already been like stocking up a bunch of music and stuff to, to pass off to Luke. 
um, and all the the fancy, not even that fancy, but all the B-roll and all that stuff. Um, the only thing it's not going to have that some of my other on-trail videos do have is like a voiceover stuff because I just, you know, I'm going to be on trail. So right. I'm not, and I don't even do that with every video either. So um, that's going to be the only thing that's, that's not going to be there. But, um, you know, yeah, one a week, longer, cool music, and probably lots of swearing. <laughs> awesome. I mean, it's really interesting to see um, so many well-known vloggers, hiker vloggers, yourself included, that are so varied in how they disseminate their videos. Tat does it every day. Um, when Liz Kidder was hiking, she was doing it every three days. Uh, Dixie had 20 to 20 to 25 videos per through hike. You're going to be doing it once a week. Darwin, who just stopped his YouTube channel entirely. RIP. <laughs> I know, exactly. He did only three and a half videos for his CDT hike. So it, Yeah, be... that was a little different, though. Yeah. I think that was a little different just because he didn't really, like, finish the videos. Because exactly. uh, I don't really know what's going on with him, honestly. <laughs> it's too bad. He's got a good channel. But, oh, um... yeah. I don't know. Yeah, everyone does. I know Frozen, when he hiked the AT a few years ago, he did, like, I think every other day or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. Like, I think it'll be good. I think the once to twice a week is a good middle ground. Yes. Yeah, and I'm going to hope, you know, it's going to take a little bit of finagling because I'm used to filming, you know, just a couple days of a hike and then turning that into, like, a 10 to 15-minute video. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to shoot for, like, a 20 20-ish minute video each time, something like that. But I'm honestly not sure how to how to pace it because it's it's going to be a different, in terms of the filming, it's going to be like a different pace than just like a weekend hike, right? And right. So I don't know. I guess on the on the Norfolk Plaza Trail, I did a 20-minute video of that hike and that was about eight days. And so, and I wasn't even thinking about it really at the time and it just worked out that way. And that's about the pace I'd be shooting for on this. So I don't know. I think that'll give me a little bit more flexibility too. Cause it's like, again, we're talking about how I'm still going to film like the bad stuff, but the, there's going to be times where I'm not going to feel like filming. Right. And if I'm doing every day, it's like, you don't really have a choice, but when you're, you know, spacing it out a little bit more, I think that'll just give me a little bit more flexibility. Like, okay, fucking, I don't, you know, I don't feel like filming today or Flossie's pissed off at me for something. He doesn't want to be on camera. Um, you know, we can afford to not film everything. And of course, yep. if something happens that's worth filming, I'll still film it. But it'll just give us a little bit more flexibility in that regard, if that makes uh, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Sure. And I'm definitely looking forward to it. And I know you were kind of like shitting on yourself and you said some YouTube bullshit. It's really not, <laughs> though, because my wife doesn't hike. And I used the YouTube videos to get her into it especially with ivy tat's dog like that kind of got her into it and then now she knows what the hell i'm talking about when i come home and talk <laughs> about things yeah. so we're not like coming from two different planets so it's it's really not and just when i can't be on trail sometimes those youtube videos are not a replacement but at least it's something so it, it, it definitely brings value to people don't put yourself down kyle exactly. <laughs> yourself up yeah yeah I, I can relate to that honestly especially when i was a little bit younger like every winter i would just spend the whole winter just watching like syntax 77 videos and random yeah. at videos and stuff so i get it i get it now so go ahead crank 
Um, I was going to ask our next question about logistics, but if you had something else, Tumbles. This goes along with logistics, so go ahead. Okay. So what have the logistics been like? Um, You know, obviously on the AT, there's a road every 10 miles. There's hundreds of towns. This is going to be very different. What are you planning for resupplies, and how is this going to be different than your AT prep? I mean, to be honest with you, I don't know, like, if it's going to be, it's going to be different, but I don't think it's going to be, like, drastically different. I mean, all the research that I've done suggests that, like, most people only have to send a few resupply boxes. I know Flossie and I are going to send a few for our first couple resupplies, but beyond that, you know, we're going to, any other boxes we do have to send, we're going to just send them when we're on trail. That seems to be, like, the general consensus, like, the easiest thing for for people to do like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the, um, the half mile surveys. Um, but honestly don't know too much about it. Uh, I don't know who half mile is to be honest, but, um, it's just a website. Um, somebody puts together a, a survey. They, they survey PCT hikers every year, like super detailed, like all the way down to like all the gear down to like the direction they hike, literally anything you can think about. And and one of the things that they, there's that stupid jet again. Jesus. Oh, now, now we can hear it. it. Now you can hear it. Yeah. Yep. Oh man. That's I'm okay. We don't, that, guys. we don't, <laughs> we just did an episode in the car, so it's all good. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, it was, I was going off about half mile. Yeah. And so anyways, from the survey, they, they asked through hikers about, um, resupply so like how many boxes did you send where did you send them would you have preferred to send fewer would you have preferred to send more what town specifically would you wish you did or didn't send them to like tons and tons of details i mean they've been doing it for a few years now too and so there's a lot of data and from kind of skimming through that as well as just researching you know talking to other people who have done the pct and stuff um it seems like i i think resupply is going to be a little bit more tricky than the at but i don't think it's going to be like super tricky i'm fair maybe i'll eat my words there but i'm fairly confident that we're going to be able to figure it out and so in terms of like logistics preparation now other than just choosing the first like two towns we're going to send a box to at the very beginning of the trail i really haven't done much of anything (laughs) okay i'm on the website actually it's called halfwayanywhere.com oh did i say half mile Oh, that's okay. What's, I what's half mile? That's something too. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm, but I'm. I'm on their website right now. What a wealth of info! And they have stuff on the CDT as well. Oh, they have CDT stuff too. Damn, yeah. Yeah. You know, half mile is something else related to the PCT. Half oh, mile okay. is the the folks who put together like a a huge like data spreadsheet or oh, not spreadsheet wow. a document There's of the maps. Whole trail. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, poking around. Maps. Half miles PCT maps, trail notes, GPS yeah. data. They have oh an iPhone God. app. I think I think Burlington's under attack right now. Jesus Christ! <laughs> the Russians. I guess so. <laughs> this is crazy. I guess we have to duck crank. They're coming south. <laughs> yes. <laughs> duck and cover. <gasps> Great cartoon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So. Um, yeah, this is why we love having you on, Kyle, because we can just bullshit like this. We, ah, it's a podcast, so it's about. We've only had one guest who took it way too seriously, and thank you for not doing that. Name and um, shame? No? Name and Sorry, shame. Sorry, say again? <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> 
No, I said we name don't say shame, names to protect the guilty. <laughs> no, we, we can't. Legitimately, we can't. Don't do that. Um, so, being from New we being from New England, um, this is going to be your first extensive experience in the desert, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So, yesterday, Monday and Tuesday, we were in Shenandoah on the AT, and we're that, like the uh, sunburned up the ass. Yes, the two <laughs> whitest people ever. And in the green tunnel, we got fucking sunburn up the ass. So, what are you doing to prepare? for the desert and the sun and and all that crap being from new england yeah so this is the kind of thing where i can talk about i mean you're to be fair your, your question was what are you doing to prepare but i just want to say this is something that there's a good chance it's going to evolve when i actually get out there so i don't oh, want to sure. just like sit here and like pretend like i have it all figured out because i'm not out there yet i haven't right. hiked there yet so things might change but right now starting out my plan is i have a sun hoodie i i've got a good one it's like you was it UPF or UFP? I can never remember, um, but 50. So it's good sun protection. That hood's going to be on at all times because mm-hmm. the back of my neck is the thing that burns the most. Um, and then uh, sunscreen, a fuck ton of it. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm i still on the fence about bringing pants. Like I did my gear video a few weeks ago and, um, and uh, I oh would. my God. I would. This is... I honestly would. Just to have them. I, yeah. Going yeah, up my near and it was 75 degrees and I burnt the shit out of my legs. Yeah. When I was in, when I was in Colorado, I hiked with shorts for a lot of it. My legs definitely got like pretty toasted, but it was like, okay. And I was putting on sunscreen nonstop. Okay. Um, but honestly, since I made that gear video and I've been talking to Flossie about it a little bit, he's like, I'm bringing my pants. You're an idiot. Yeah. So. I think I might actually start with the pants um, as well. So I probably won't wear them to start, but I'll have them if I need them right. to put on. Um, and then just a lot of sunscreen, putting it on constantly uh, on my hands too. Cause I see some people with the yes. sun gloves, but I just, yeah. can't, I can't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not planning on bringing an umbrella either. I see a lot of people in my comments like, Oh, like you gotta have like a, an umbrella, but I don't know. Like, I want to use my trekking poles. I'm going to have my camera on my shoulder strap already. And from from what it seems like, it seems like most thru-hikers, not all, but most thru-hikers don't carry an umbrella. So I'm, if I need it, I'll pick it up. But uh, I don't think I'm going to – I don't think I'm going to start with that. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. The sun hood is a good idea. Um, as I mentioned and as we've mentioned on the podcast, we are planning Grand Canyon, Yosemite. So – I in think, August, it's going to be hot as fuck. I, I oh, yeah. Suppose, I think a sun hood, at least for me, I mean, you have hair covering your neck, but a sun hood for up. me is a good idea. Hair's going to be Yeah, up. Oh, yeah. Definitely bring a sun hoodie. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Okay. I had a, a question about logistics between you and Flossie, actually. Sure. Um, how did you work it out on the AT with, um, hiking together. Did you two separate and meet at camp at night? Um, did you walk together most of the time? How did that work? And you probably will have the same philosophy going out yeah. to ECT as well. Yeah, um, that's a great question. We, most of the AT would hike separately amongst not just him, but a lot of the other people I was hiking with too. And then, you know, you kind of leapfrog people throughout the day or maybe you meet up for lunch and then Mm -hmm. we would always like camp together. We'd always like kind of have the same destination in mind. So 
I imagine at the very start, we'll probably hike together quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I feel like for probably a majority of the trail, we'll probably kind of hike at our own paces, especially because I feel like you can ask him about this one uh, when you have him on. I feel like he's going to want to start like uh, super fast and I'm going to want to take it nice and slow, not even in terms of the miles, but just in terms of the actual like literal, literal speed that we're hiking at. And so I feel like sometimes he gets the need for speed. And I'm going to really try to hold myself back at the start, not the whole way, but um, just at the start. And so, you know, maybe there'll be times where he wants to jet ahead and I'll just be like, all right, do your thing. I'll see you later. See you later. Um, yeah. It's like, you know, you're hiking for over 2000 miles. Like you can't be like right behind each other, smell each other's farts the whole way. So <laughs> we're going <laughs> to, we're probably going to split up for, for a lot of the hiking, but you know, I'm not really sure, you know, we'll, we'll mm-hmm. see how things play out and, Another thing I haven't even thought about actually until right this second is how that's going to come across in the videos. Cause like, oh, right. I, lo- I love to put Flossie in the videos, obviously. And it's going to be in the videos, but if like something fu- like crazy happens when he's not there, it's like, Oh, he won't be there for that. But it just, it, it, it is what it is. And he'll still be, he'll still be. In well, that's video, part of so. the yeah. yeah, exactly. We're not going to like, you know, burden our hike just to, to for the views. make better yeah, yeah exactly it's <laughs> right. like i'm trying to find a good balance between like making the best content i can out there but also like impacting the hike as minimally as i can which is the main reason why i hired i, I keep saying hired and then I, I feel like i sound like a, a pretentious douchebag but um that's why i'm bringing luke on board to do the editing because i was like man not only would i not be able to do as good of edits while i'm out there it's like that would just i feel like and people do it and they're, they're great. But I just, for me, I think that would take away from the hike too much. And so, yeah, it kills your camp life. Yeah. Like, I don't know how people do that. And and again, a lot of the people, not all of them, I beat that being a big exception as we talked about uh, last time. But, um, a lot of people, I feel like they just do like pretty quick edits. Like, I don't think it probably takes them more than like, I don't know. I'm just guessing, but maybe like half an hour at the end of each day to do it. But even that, it's like, man, that's half an hour of sleep you're losing every day or yeah. half an hour of like hanging out with other hikers, half an hour of, you know, doing I think whatever. you have to have the right personality for it. I be Tat is kind of a loner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I, I don't want to be, you know, that's not really my style as much. So, yeah. you know, and and plus the, the, the quality of the video is just going to be better if uh, someone is able to do like a do proper it. edit on a computer with good software and add music and all this stuff, which again, IBTAT's edits are amazing. <laughs> I mean, I can't do a podcast without going off about how <laughs> like underrated IBTAT is, but you know, <laughs> I'll, I did enough of that in the last episode, but I love no, IBTAT. I don't know how he does it. You're absolutely fine. And we agree. I think it's going to be really good for your channel. Um, that's how Dixie started out. She was just filming for herself and her family and was just sending videos back to her editor and all of a sudden, they took off. And mm-hmm. that's how Dixie is Dixie today. You already have thousands of followers, thousands of views per each video. I think this is only going to build on that. Yeah, I hope so. You know, that's the that's the goal, man. That's the goal. And then after I finish, if I'm so lucky to finish, um, I got to figure out how to keep people there. Because I've noticed that a lot of people's channels, they, like, blow up during their through hike and then afterwards. And, like, it makes right. sense. People... Yep people lose interest and so you know i'm gonna have to figure out a way to i'm gonna lose some people for sure there's no doubt about it but 
I'm going to try to keep them as that's something I've been thinking Maybe about a little bit and possible. something I'm going to think about while I'm out there even more. So mm-hmm. but I got to, I got to freaking hike the trail first. I got to make it to Canada first. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I can't get over how many views some of these people get. They've never filmed before in their lives and day one of the AT and they already got 12,000 views. And here Crank and I are looking at each other saying, we've done so many videos and we get <laughs> five views per what the hell is going on the podcast has been much more successful it has <laughs> i don't know yeah the algorithm is a strange so thing wild, isn't it yeah. we'll see we'll see what happens so um yeah we wow i can't believe it's been almost an hour already but as if you're willing to stay like there's oh yeah i got i got tons of time guys i got tons of time awesome all right so the AT, I forgot that you had done the AT with Flossie, but how did you guys meet? Yeah, so we did literally almost half of the trail together. So we met in Northern Virginia, but we didn't start like hiking together until probably, I don't know, like a week later, maybe. And it was right around the halfway point in Pennsylvania. Um, Boiling Springs, Pennsylvania is exactly where we started hiking together. Um, I remember it was kind of funny because I was hiking with this other guy who was just out for like a week or something. And then he took off in Boiling Springs to go catch a train back home or something. And literally the moment he like said bye and like started to walk away is when Flossie came walking up. <laughs> they oh, literally like the exact same moment. They just like switch places. <laughs> That's, <laughs> so amazing. Kind of fun. That's the only reason I remember exactly where it was. But, um, but, um, shoot. What, sorry. Uh, what was your, what was your, Oh, how, how we met. Um, yeah. let's see. I was, we just like met, you know, just kind of randomly on the trail. I remember um, I was hiking with my friend Mullet Mike, who I hiked most of the trail with. And uh, Mullet Mike had ran into Flossie earlier in that day. And he was just like, oh, dude, like, I met this guy, like, he's super chill. Like, we should hike with him, all this stuff. And I was just like, all right, dude, whatever. Like, we'll (laughs) we'll see. (laughs) Like, I didn't really think much of it, honestly. And then I met Flossie later on. We were kind of huddled up in a shelter in in a rainstorm. And... And then I actually ended up hiking a little bit further that day. But then we kind of, like I said, kind of saw each other a little bit the next few days. And then in Boiling Springs, he was uh, he was hiking with us the rest of the way from there. Awesome. I didn't know that you guys met on the trail. Like, it, yeah, it's crazy. Really he's my cool. roommate now. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, he's your roommate, like lifelong friend. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, no, it is. And it worked out well because my parents live down in, they live like a little bit north of Savannah, Georgia, and Flossie was living in in Savannah at the time. And so after we finished, I got to see him a couple times when I was down visiting my parents. And so we kind of got to catch up a little bit. And that's when we kind of started talking about having him move up. And we filmed a video together when I was down there one time. We were like hammered. We did a QA and a about the ATs, old video. I think I, I don't even think I had a thousand subscribers back when we filmed that, but um, that was like the first video he was ever in, and then uh, I think at that point he was already talking about coming up. And then my other two roommates who are not hikers, um, but they are amazing, just amazing human beings. I'm so lucky to have them as roommates and have had them as roommates since the AT, basically the last like freaking three years now, and uh, they were like all about having him come in they'd never met him before um but i was like trust me you guys are gonna get along and and they do get along very well so it's been the four of us here since uh 2020 
Yeah, yeah absolutely fantastic. So, do you think you'll ever hike the AT again? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I couldn't resist. So, for those of you that aren't no. aware, um, that was Kyle's second most recent video? Something like that, yeah. Addressing that topic and everybody asking you if you will hike it again. Absolutely loved that video. <laughs> Thank you. Is that the one where I did the... The Wonder Wall at the beginning. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. It was like two weeks ago. I'm already forgetting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you so have anything I, else on your mind. Yeah. I couldn't resist. Um, also loved your ultralight backpacking mistakes video. Thank so, you. I mean, I mean, what... Frank just has a man crush on you. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> what changes are you going to make for gear? if any, for the PCT? I mean, we already talked about additional sun protection, but um, yeah, what's what else? And I know you already did a gear video, but what specific changes between the two trails are necessary and are you going to make? Uh, probably the biggest one is just the shelter. So on the AT, I carried a hammock and I loved it. I honestly probably would still carry it on the PCT, but I just, you know, it's a desert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've heard some people try, like do it. Really? So I'm not going to say it's like literally impossible, but I'm not smart enough to pull that off. So I got a tent now. Gossamer gear, the one is what I'm going to take, nice. at least for the start. I haven't used it yet. So if it sucks, then I'll get something else. But that's what I'm starting with. Flossie has the same one. I have the two. And, um, it's great. I love it. Okay, cool. I've that's I've heard like really good things about it. That's why that's why I bought it. Um, and I think another big thing, too, is water. So I'm going to be carrying a lot more water storage. Than I had to on the AT because on the AT it's like I'm sure a lot of people listening know it's like you know two liters is just about all you need um, but on the PCT at least for the desert section anyways or maybe the whole thing I don't know I haven't done it yet um, you need a lot more than that so that's going to be a big adjustment as well I'm still not sure where in my pack I'm going to put like my my uh, uh, platypus because mm -hmm. I was like. Before, when I've carried them, I always just strapped it onto the top of my backpack. But then I was thinking, I was like, it's just going to bake in the sun all day if it's just like out in the open on the top of my back. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe that's fine, but maybe probably not. So like, I, I don't even know. Like, that's one of those things I'm going to have to figure out once I get out there. Um, How many liters is that, the platypus? The platypus is two liters. And then so I'm not sure if I'm going to carry five or six liters total yet. My original plan was five. That's what I said in the video. But I'm I'm almost thinking about maybe adding an extra liter just for the start because maybe it's better to just have a little bit more than I need maybe. Um, and then I can always just, you know, swap out some smart water bottles to bring it down a liter if I don't need it. Right. So honestly, I think I'm probably going to carry six liters now. Um, a few people in the comments said I should do that, and I kind of agree. I'm not sure what Flossie's going to do, but I'm probably going to start with six liters, mm -hmm. which sucks. Dude, that's so yeah. much weight so heavy. water. Ugh. Yeah. But being from East Coast, New England, not being used to the desert, I think that's smart, dude. Yeah, and I'm going to be drinking a fuck ton of water, too. Yeah. Um, just all the extra heat and sun exposure and stuff. I want to I wanna make sure I'm not going to get heat exhaustion. Because one time, a number of years ago, I was in Montana. It wasn't even a backpack. I was just day hiking in Glacier and... I like low key. I, I don't know exactly what it was, but I feel like I was like in the beginning stages of like heat exhaustion because I'd never experienced this before. I was also stupid as hell. This is 2017. I was still in college. I was, wasn't as experienced as I am now. And I was like hiking out there with, I didn't have a sun hoodie. 
I had pants, but I didn't have a sun hoodie. I just had a t-shirt on. And so like, I was just getting sunburned. I don't even think I had freaking sunscreen. So stupid. So stupid. Oh my God. But, um, I got just like, we've done things like that though. Yeah. I feel like everybody has, but man, just looking back on it, but I, we were, we did like a 17 mile hike and we were up pretty high, like 10,000 feet. You know, obviously I'm not used to that elevation and I felt good for most of the day, but on the way down, maybe when we, when we had like five or six miles left, I started to feel like nauseous. I ran out of water. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if it was the elevation or if it was the sun exposure, it wasn't like super hot. Um, or if it was a combination of those things, Mm -hmm. but I felt terrible. I've never felt like that ever in my life since then. Never felt like that before. Um, I didn't even know what was going on at the time, but looking back on it, I think I was like (laughs) going through some sort of like beginning stages of, of heat exhaustion. But fortunately I was able to get some more water eventually and like sat in the shade for a while. And then I I felt okay after that. And I was able to to get out and everything was okay, but I don't ever want to experience that again. I don't know if I've ever really talked. I probably mentioned on trail tales before, but it's not a story I tell that often. Um, and so I definitely don't want that to happen again. <laughs> and I'm no, going to be I mean, doing everything I can to make sure it doesn't. It only takes comes on once. Quick. Yeah. It comes on quick too. So yeah, no, it did. It came on super same. quick. Yep. Like I was like, why am I nauseous right now? Like it was, it was, it was super weird. Yeah. Not fun. Not no. a good experience. Um, Lehigh Gap, yeah. Um, of all places, Tumbles knows exactly what I'm talking about. 98 degrees. We made the same stupid ass mistakes. No sun hoodies. Not enough water. We both of us started. And it was a drought. I mean, there was. It was in August. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, auditory hallucinations. Oh shit! That in Pennsylvania. Fun when you say it like that, but... In Pennsylvania. <laughs> yep. So. That's yeah, like, there's oh, no a cat on the trail. No, it's not. It's there's not, no there's cats no cat on, the on the trail. You guys, that was the day you guys did shrooms. You're just confused. Yes, <laughs> that's oh, right. Oh. That's what it was. I would have remembered that, <laughs> Kyle. Come on. <laughs> uh, what kind of electrolytes are you going to be using? I, I Ooh, just good question. I just, Is that a loaded question? I, I, I just Is that found... a loaded question because I've been doing so many of the drink element sponsorships. Oh, really? Oh, okay, because <laughs> I just found Liquid IV. So I was wondering if you did that or... I've never tried Liquid IV before. Okay. Um, but no, for those that watch my channel, you probably know, for the last like number of months now, this company called Drink Elements, it's <laughs> L-M-N-T. Oh, yeah. Um, they've been sponsoring a lot of my videos <clears throat> and they make an amazing electrolyte drink um, or drink mix, that is. And so... Uh, not only is it awesome, but they also sent me like a freaking lifetime supply. I have like a whole box just full of packets of this stuff. That's great. And so I'm going to be using that. It, it's it's really good stuff. They have like a bunch of different flavors, um, like not just like this. They have, they have the standard flavors, but they have like cool flavors, too, that like nobody else does, like chocolate and like mango chili and stuff like just to kind of switch up the taste a little bit. It's actually pretty good. I, I know some people are like, oh, I don't know, but um, it's, it's actually pretty good. And so. Um, I'm going to be starting out with a bunch of that. And then I think every time my parents like have to send me a box of like new shoes or something like that, I'm just going to have them throw in like a couple handfuls of those packets. Cause I have so many. Right. And then I'll, and then I'll kind of fill in the gaps with whatever other stuff I can find, but okay. hopefully I can just rock those. Cause, cause that stuff's like, it's, it's really good. I have to look that cool. up. Yes, definitely. Yeah. We use a brand called Trioral. But they don't have cool flavors. It literally just tastes like salt. salt. It works really well, but 
getting a flavor in there would be probably good. So we will try that as well. It's zero sugar, Crank. All right. Yeah. No, it's 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 just the electrolytes and the and the good taste. That's pretty much it. That's another reason why I like it so much is like, you know, a lot of the stuff I drank on the AT had like sugar in it and all this garbage and I didn't really eat as healthy back then, so I didn't really care then, but now I do. So <laughs> I'm certainly going to be eating enough sugar with everything else I'm eating out there, so it's good to have no sugar. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you for the uh suggestion. Yeah, it's 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 good stuff. I've gotten so much good feedback from my subscribers about it too. Like I was, I was get a little bit nervous doing like a sponsorship and um, it's been like nothing but positive feedback from people pretty much. So I'm very thankful for that. And they've been like a huge supporter of the channel too. Like have made like a huge difference. Um, very, very lucky for sure. Fantastic. So we did an entire episode trend seems to be and you're seeing it in the adirondacks we saw it we did old rag trail a couple of weeks ago um definitely in yosemite the trend with definitely the national parks but it seems to be trickling down into state parks as well is the permitting system on top of entrance fees you have to go online and literally get a ticket in advance um what has that been like as far as getting permits and and reservations for the pct and then what are your thoughts on that trend in general um oh oh we're gonna get a little controversial Um, controversy i'll speak to the pct first um you i I don't want to say it's like a hard process but it's definitely a little bit of a pain in the ass yeah like i get i get why they do it um but and, and it's not like the worst process it's free first of all so at least you don't have to pay for it like you do with other permits hmm. um and flossy and i both got lucky too because we were able to get a permit for the same day which is was not easy to do um we had to be very intentional about like the lottery system and stuff to to make that work and we also had to choose a kind of not great start date either i think because ideally we probably would be on trail like right now to be honest but um but we had to get a later start date because those were the only dates available um that we could get each get a permit on um but then in general i don't know man i'm not an expert on this stuff like (laughs) in general my i would not want to have to get a permit it's it's public land you're paying taxes for it some of it anyways i guess some of it's private but um in general, that's my, uh, that's, that's probably my opinion. I know it does vary like place to place. Like it's kind of hard to just say that like a blanket statement, like there should never be permits for anything. Um, but in general, I would say, nah, nah, let people hike. <laughs> we, we agree. We had the same conversation with James Appleton a couple weeks ago. And I know, oh, I know how James feels about yes. it. We talked about it before. <laughs> yes. I love James, by the way, James is yes. an awesome guy. That's awesome. You you guys were able to get him on the podcast oh yeah he was great he is the man i absolutely love that guy i had him on trail tales a bunch and uh we always had great great talks i never got to meet him we were gonna do a hike together and you know he's got a family and stuff it just it just never worked out but he's the man super smart guy too um and actually now that i think about it in one of the episodes we did we we were talking about the permit thing in relation to the adirondacks because that's like a, a whole thing over there, yep. um, you know, New York State 
they love to make people pay and restrict people. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so, uh, you know, they want to do, I honestly can't even remember the details of what it was now. Um, the specific, uh, permit plans that they were talking about there. I just remember that James and I talked about it quite a bit and I don't know. In general, I like to stay out of the controversial stuff, but you know, I don't have a problem saying that permits, not, not my favorite thing. It's public land. People pay taxes on it. Let them hike. Yes, Agreed. we agree. Yep. And the the pilot system that you were talking about with James when you had him on is... And you remember what, more from our conversation than I do, Jesus. <laughs> and this is what he was saying. Like, they always start out as a pilot program, and then it always ends up becoming a permanent program. Well, once it... I, I mean, once it gets there, it's never going away. Yes. I don't know when what the a state, pilot when the program state takes means, a, When the state takes some power like that, even if it's as something as small as permits, it's never going away. Yep. I mean, but by what they mean by pilot pretty much means it's in place. You have to do it. Yeah, but that's just how they sell it to people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they can't just be honest about Pain it. In the ass. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that, yeah, yeah, we are dealing with the same thing preparing for this Western trip. Um, so we had to enter a lottery system for Half Dome, and that cost... 10 bucks and then we got the lottery today i found and then to actually turn that into a reservation they hit me up for another 20 bucks this morning i was like what the hell that's what i don't understand that (laughs) and then we're gonna have to pay well we got the national parks pass but if we didn't have the national parks pass we'd have to pay to enter the park it would be four times that we would have to pay to do half dome basically yeah that's tough at least with the pct the permits are are free and actually no technically you can hike the pct without the pcta issued permit okay but i don't know if you guys are familiar with all i I honestly didn't know anything about this until you know the past few months because we've had to do it but um you can hike it without the pcta permit but there are a lot of sections along the trail where you need like an individual permit. I don't know what those sections are, um, but you could hike the PCT and just get those individual permits. There's a lot of them and it would be a huge pain, Mm -hmm. but technically you could do it. However, the PCTA, so I'm not trying to, when I talk about how I don't like permits and stuff, I'm, I'm honestly not trying to direct that at the PCTA because their permit actually makes it a lot easier for through hikers because if you get the PCTA issued permit, that covers the entire trail. So you don't have to oh. worry about all those individual permits that you would otherwise if yep. you didn't get the PCTA permit. I mean, the John um, Muir Trail is one of the hardest permits to get. I know like one person who's actually been able to hike that trail. And I know yeah. a ton of people who have tried <laughs> because they couldn't get a permit. Yeah, we, we tried. And <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah try it seems pretty damn impossible. Years. Yeah. But that's that's great to know. You're getting you're getting to do the John Muir Trail without needing much else. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. PCT. How much how much do the trails coincide? Is it the whole thing or like a good chunk of it? I don't even know. <laughs> it covers the whole chunk of it minus Whitney. Oh, okay. Shit. Yeah. Good so, deal. Can I add yeah. John Muir Trail to my resume too? Then, if I make it, yes, there? you can. Yeah, <laughs> sure. go for it. Why not? Do it. You have our permission. Okay, I will cite this if anyone ever calls me out on it then. No, they, they said it was okay. They the said it was okay. <laughs> um, that kind of runs through, it tumbles, unless you have anything else, that kind of runs through the 
bulk of what we will ask Flossie everything else if we remember. Yes. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> you could ask him some of the same questions. See if he gives different answers. Oh, okay. Cool. That was Call my plan. My plan was to just take the same outline and just swap <laughs> the names out. So he might know, or he might not know as much about like the the filming and the video stuff, but everything else, I'm sure he's got plenty of thoughts on. All right. Awesome. So, Tumbles, do you have any other questions before we start to wrap up? Only no questions, but I am I'm excited for you to start, Kyle, so we can get more content from you. We're basically using you at this point. So we're That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we're looking forward to a third episode. Yeah, I would love to do another one. Maybe we can do one when uh when we're out there or something. That would be awesome. Oh, that would be great. The we'll quality's gonna be shit because I'm gonna be on my phone with my headphones, but we can make That's it work. Okay. Like I said, we we did an episode in the car that went up today, so. <laughs> Perfect. We are not obsessed with audio quality. No, not really. <clears throat> so I'm going to do this to you again. I did it last time. Do you have another trail tale that you could possibly share? Oh, okay. So after the last one, I thought of a story that I wish I had told. But, yes. oh, fuck, now I can't think of it. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, man, what? Ah, oh, shit. All right, give me, just like last time, give me a second. I will give you more than one. Um. Okay. Can I have more than two? Yes, yes, yes. yes. There, there's, right. there's a mouse in, in this room. Oh. I, I keep seeing it at the corner of my eye. That's no good. No, no. It's like being in a shelter, Tumbles. You just like, you just like pretend you're in a shelter. Get some oh, M&Ms. I thought of it. I thought of it. Yes. All right. Okay. I have, I have, um, I made a video about this story back when my channel first started. So like probably 2019. So it hasn't been told in a while. It's been told on Trail Tales too, probably the early episodes. Thank you, by the way, for um, your Trail Tales update episode. I know you did it on our podcast and other podcasts, but thank you for putting out like an actual update episode. Yeah, I had to, it had to happen at some point. And I'm still going to, I think I'm going to do one more episode with Flossie before we leave. Cool. Um, cool. I'm going to try to see if I can get him hammered and then we'll <laughs> do that. Uh, but, <laughs> but anyways, thank you for listening to it. Um, okay. So this story, this happened on one of my very first backpacking trips ever. It was 2013. Actually, no, it might've been 2012, whatever. It was a long time ago. Uh, I think I was, I was 16 at the time. And me and a couple of my friends were doing just a section hike on the long trail in Southern Vermont. And this was around the time where I was like getting really obsessed with the AT. I was like, I want to do it someday. And so like, I thought like through hikers were like super cool. And I remember at one point on this hike, I like made a couple through hikers, like take a picture with me. Like these exhausted guys, like they, they literally <laughs> looked like terrible in the pictures. They're like this fucking kid. Like we just we got 20 more miles of hike. Like what are we doing? But, um, Anyway, so I say that because uh, we took off from a shelter the morning and um, it was hike naked day, like the summer solstice (laughs) thing. And so a bunch of these through hikers like all took off naked in the morning. No. And we were like, that's, or I guess I'll speak for myself. I was like that, like these through hikers are so cool. Like I was like, we gotta like hike naked day, like we gotta do something. And so we didn't. We didn't have the balls, haha, to go full full naked, but um, we're climbing up Stratton Mountain, and so we decided to take off our pants and we put <laughs> socks around our cocks. 
<laughs> it's like a fucked up Dr. Seuss. Dr. I know, Cop. isn't it? <laughs> so we're hiking up. We only passed like one person, thankfully. Um, and this isn't even, this has literally nothing to do with the second part of the story. It was just a weird day. It was just a weird day. But um, <laughs> before we got to the top, we figured there's probably going to be some people up there. And so we uh, put our pants back on. Also, did not even occur to me that I was a minor at the time. Um, <laughs> like, did not even cross my mind. Not super proud of that looking back, honestly. But uh, we only passed, I think, one person on the way up. And so put our pants back on. We get to the top of Stratton Mountain. There's like a decent amount of day hikers up there. And there's a caretaker to like the Green Mountain Club station, someone up there on like popular days during the summer and stuff. And like the first thing the caretaker said, he came up to us and he was like, hey, just so you guys know, there's been like a moose that's been like in the area. It's kind of been like sketching some people out. It's been behaving a little weird. And we were just like, ah, you know, people talk like, oh, I, I saw a bear earlier. Like, you know, you hear shit like that all the time. We're just like, ah, we didn't really think much of it. So we're chilling up on Stratton Mountain. And then all of a sudden a group of day hikers rolls up it was probably about 10 people and they're being led by this dude with this like horned instrument i forget the name of it people were commenting it on the video that i posted at the time it has an actual name but it's just like this giant like horned instrument that makes like a very low like kind of like gargling it's like, like yes. kind of like that a didgeridoo um, yes yes that's what it is that's very what good it is prank. it's like a this huge fucking instrument um, and this Australian. dude, he looks like a total hippie too. He's got like the dreads yep. and That's the freaking, what they do. yeah, like total hippie. And so, like, and, and this is a pretty popular mountain. So like, there's a lot of people up there. Like, it's not the, it's not the place you would go if you want like peace and quiet to like do like some meditation, but I don't know what they were thinking, but that's what they started to do. So they all sat in a circle and he started going around to each of them and blowing the horn right in their face. And he would just like stay on one person for like a little while. And then he would move <laughs> to the next. And like, again, we're like 16 years old. We're like, this is the funniest shit. And so yeah. I, uh, I took out my, uh, my little shitty point and shoot camera at the time. And I was just like, Hey, like we're up here. I was like, kind of whisper. Oh, Oh. And also too, like right before they started, like the guy came up to us and kind of like low key told us to shut the fuck up. Like he didn't say that, but he, he was like, Hey, like we're going to meditate. Like, can you guys like quiet down a little bit? And we're just like, uh, all right. And so they start doing this thing. I pull out my camera. I'm just filming myself. And I'm like, Hey, like we're up here on Stratton mountain. You can hear the horn in the background of the video. I'm like, these guys are like meditating. It's super weird. And then my friend Dan was like, yo, give me the camera. I'll go like film them. And I was like, all right. So I just handed him the camera. And then he takes about two steps towards them. And then all of a sudden we hear something behind us and some guy like kind of yelps and like, we hear something come out of the brush and that freaking moose, moose like comes out of nowhere and like almost like ran this guy over. Like it was really close to this guy. Um, it didn't, it didn't hit him thankfully, but it was like right there. And so Dan like kind of whips around the camera. He didn't get the actual like immersion from the woods, but he got the, like the moose's ass like running away and the guy like coming out of the brush, like what the fuck is this? Wow. Um, and so and, and the whole time, everyone else on the mountain is like, what the, f like, everyone's like looking around, like what's going on? People are starting to talk, but the hippie horn guy just kept going. It's like all these people are trying to <laughs> meditate and like, there's this moose like right over there, like running over people. And he's still just like right in front of people's faces. He's like, bro, I'm not stopping. I came up here to do my thing and I'm going to do it. Um, so that was <laughs> that's hilarious. three of the weirder things that, that have ever happened story. to me on a hike all happened within the course of like a two hour span when I was 16. <laughs> was Is that time. video 
out in the internets somewhere. I, I included it in, in the video where I told the story. So let me, let me find the name of it. It's like I said, it's a real old one. Okay. Um, I, th- I think we'll I called it, it in like the show moose notes at- too. Yes. Moose attack on the Appalachian trail. I think is what I called it. Let me see. That's awesome. Yeah. Moose attack on the Appalachian trail. And so I have the little clip of most of it's just me telling the story that I just told, okay. but I also did include some, some clips and videos. N- no, no socks on the cocks. I didn't, I didn't include That's any okay. videos of that. That's, right. but, That's a good um, thing. Yeah. I don't think I, my channel would exist if I did that, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a good one. That's an old one. <laughs> wow. Awesome. Very good story, sir. We'll end on that high note, that's for sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for having me on again. I really appreciate it. I love what you're doing here. You guys do a great job. Oh, our and, thank you. Uh, that means a lot. Yeah. And I'm excited to uh, come on a third time, hopefully. I'm excited to hear Flossie's episode, too. So so are we. Yes. Yes. So, um, y'all, Kyle did mention this in the beginning, and actually Cranky mentioned this in the beginning, but Kyle's YouTube channel is Kyle Hates Hiking. His podcast is Trail Tales. Follow both of them. We're making you follow both of them. Please. And, please. Please. And uh, <laughs> Kyle, good luck on the trek. We look His forward. His Instagram as well. Oh, yes. Is of course. Kyle hates hiking. Kyle yeah. hates hiking as well. But yeah. And good. my only fan. No, just kidding. Oh. <laughs> we we look forward to the feet for videos. the Socks on Cocks. The only <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say we look forward to the children's book Socks on Cocks, but that, that wouldn't be kosher, would it? <laughs> Any hoo-ha. Good luck on the trail. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. We look forward to seeing your updates sooner than later. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to chatting with you again. Woohoo! Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Thanks, Kyle. All right. Have a good one.